Team Day. Welcome to episode five. This is the season finale on the I Am Healing podcast. So this episode is being black in the LGBT community. My intention of the episode is to share different perspectives on what it's like being black in the LGBT community. What is the what is LGBTQ? It's an abbreviation for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning. And so today I have some guests with me. We're gonna break down some good and some bad topics, and we're just gonna have a conversation. And please don't forget to follow to, to don't forget to follow each person. If you're watching via Facebook or if you're watching via YouTube, you can look at the T- uh, look at their tags on their names and follow them. But I'm also going to introduce each person and so they can tell you where they're, um, where the, you can follow them. So without further ado, I'm going to start to my right. This is Crystal. <laughs> Crystal, please let the people know where they can follow you at. You can follow me on TikTok at I'm gravity underscore. Follow me there. That's it. <laughs> okay. It's Sheldon. Hey everybody, my name is Sheldon Dornay. Um, I have a couple of handles, but I'm gonna just give you two. Um, Sovereign underscore 83 is my Instagram, and what had happened was on Facebook is my podcast um, handle. And I'm Roxanne Collins, and you can follow me on Facebook at Roxanne Collins or on Instagram at Shakatina21. I'm Stevie. You can follow me as Stevie Laurel on Instagram, on Facebook, Stevie Drumgo, D R U M G O L E. (laughs) Okay, O L E. Okay, so these are all my guests today. So we're about to break down some topics that people have questioned about and stuff like that. So I'm going to open the first 30 30 minutes of the episode to just free talks to my guests to see what they want to talk about as far as when it comes to being black in the LGBTQ community. (coughs) So open discussion. Who has the first topic? I mean, I could go, but I don't. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, Well, <clears throat> well, for me, as a, I'm an entertainer in Houston, I've been entertaining for 35 years in the city of in the city of Houston, in Montrose specifically, uh-huh. and um, and I can say for me because I've worked at predominantly white spaces, I was always somebody that wasn't considered to be black enough um, in the LGBT community. So I've always kind of been um, like an outsider mm-hmm. looking in in the black community when yeah. it comes to being LGBT and against and things that are usually going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, if, if I'm a thought at all, it's an afterthought when they're planning mm-hmm. black events having to do with the LGBT. I will mm-hmm. say that that changed this year because I was a part of the Black Queer as, as Queer AF Festival, which was a lot of fun. I uh, moderated one of the panels mm-hmm. with the politicians that are running for office coming up, and then I uh, also judged their pageant they had. So it felt really good to be included this year. But prior to this year, it's like, I might as well be white. And mm. and it's all, no, that's how You, you were the nippy. You were the nippy when she first got out. I was nippy. You was nippy. <laughs> I was nippy. You was nippy. <laughs> and, I, and I was like nippy, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I don't know how to be black. I'm just me. Right. I'm just me. Right. And right. if that's not black enough, that's not black enough. Right. But 
But I will say that never stopped me from fighting for black people. Exactly. And even though they didn't see me, I've still fought for them. Mm-hmm. Like at one point at EJ's, they were instituting, because a lot of the white clientele were saying it was getting too dark. Mm-hmm. And so they started charging a cover. But they were only charging a cover to black people. When I found that out, I made that. sure we did away with the cover. Because I know we're not charging anybody. If we're not charging everybody, we're not charging anybody. Right. Yeah, let, let, let's so talk. That happened. Can we talk about that part? Because yeah. that's what I've noticed, like, living here in Houston, that when it's black night, mm-hmm. it's also money night. Yeah. But on any other night you go to these particular, the same establishment, mm-hmm. you just walk in. But yeah. we have to pay to get in. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I've been saying is that once we start learning how to stop attacking each other and mm-hmm. actually, com- you know, commune with each other, that we need to start creating safe spaces for one another. Well, I mean, I, that also comes from you just be, having the integrity. Like I said, even though I was ostracized to a degree from the black community, right. I still spoke up and I still met in, in Affected change exactly. for the community. You don't have to see it for me. I see it for myself. Exactly. And in me seeing it for myself, I see it for you. Yeah. You don't have to say anything to me. I'm good. Exactly. And nine, 90% of people still don't, they don't even know that happened until I'm saying it right here. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, I wouldn't do this for the black people. I don't ever say that. Because you don't need that recognition. I didn't. I just wanted it to be right. Exactly. And you're, you're not going to do wrong and think, I'm going to go ahead and go along with it. Well, that's what they do. And no, no we're, we're not no, doing that. No. And so they changed that. And so right. I thought a lot of those managers came and went from EJ's because they were fighting with me. Right. <laughs> and I and the owner, Ed, he's like, she's not going anywhere. That and, and I had one manager threw the keys behind the bar and just walked out because he and I had gotten into it. But it's wow. like, right. you know, but Ed and Jeff, to their credit, you know, they put that trust in me. And when you have that trust put in you, you mm-hmm. have to do something responsible with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... Um, if, if I could, I could have just went along with it, collected my checks, spent my money, and just did whatever, yeah. and just performed to whomever. Exactly. But um, I didn't want to do that. And even though, like I said, I was never included, I don't have to be included to still be a part of. Right. And so that for me, being black in the L- in the LGBT, and even the way the question is phrased, it makes it sound like it's separate. We're not in the LGBT. We are the LGBT. Right. But it's but it's, it's put together. Being, it's about being black and LGBT. Right. And but it's so. it's it's being a part of that. But everybody puts it together. We have but, we but, have to put it together. Well, but but we don't put it together. We will get into that later. 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 Yes. Right. And, and start yeah. you know make it you know. Okay. Normalize putting it together for ourselves. For ourselves, we are the LGBT. Not being black in the LGBT, but we are being black it is and LGBT. LGBT. Right. Yeah, I take right. it a step further. I don't even have to include anybody else. It's the black LGBT. Yeah, like just you have. We have our own culture. We have our own dynamics. We have our own experiences. We have our own level of communication. We have our own representations, you know, mm-hmm. and so yeah, we try to, you know, universify <laughs> us being a part of their community. And no offense, I don't have to be a part of that because we create our own. Remember, the greatest um, uh, 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 comic is Black Panther. He was mm-hmm. the there was a most powerful nation mm-hmm. because they understood one thing: all of us together create power. Yes. And we are the they were the most powerful. They were like in the movies they said they don't have alliance to anybody. 
um, they are allegiance to themselves and they're the most powerful on this earth. And once we start realizing that amongst us and we stop attacking each other, we can make some major changes, but mm -hmm. we have to stop having this, I'm sorry, slave mentality mm -hmm. when it comes to how we deal with each other. We deal with each other according to status and aesthetics. Mm -hmm. And so when we deal with each other with aesthetics and aesthetics, then we start looking at, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm jumping real quick, but it's like, if you do the compare and contrast, white prides are all about unity and family. Mm -hmm. yes. Black prides is all about aesthetics mm -hmm. and popularity. Well, I don't know if I think this is about unity. I, I don't get that from them. Well, you've experienced them more than yeah, I, I have. Yeah, I have. But, I, but from what I've... <laughs> I think from the, the, that, that the outside be, looking in, that's, that's no, what it is. No, that's like. the press release. Right, but that's uh, not. But that's not Ooh, let's get into but that. That's not to what the it is. media. <laughs> that's, that's media. not what it is. Having media. been in it, uh -huh. and I was a, a part of it for a very long time, and before it moved downtown and became a corporate event, mm -hmm. when it was a, when it was a community <laughs> based it, event. On West Harbor, your it, phone didn't work no more. It was <laughs> <laughs> your phone didn't work outside. It was together. It was different, <laughs> but but you know the press release was it was unity and family. Exactly. No, it wasn't. But that's. And in that the the uh, irony of how media works, it yes. will depict what a culture is through it, mm -hmm. and you really believe that. So in yeah. in mine, because I experienced the black gay experience, mm -hmm. so splash. That's splash, what you're speaking splash, of. Okay. Splash, Juneteenth, <laughs> yes. uh, DC Pride. It's about how you look. You know, mm -hmm. it's about you know, do you have the body? Do you have the face? Do you have mm -hmm. the? If you don't have the body and the face, at least well, why you, do you have think it's the, that way though. Because it's post-traumatic slave syndrome. We have... Is it? It is. Stevie, because you, you've been yeah, to the yeah. other prize. Uh, so can, can you give us that? Because I think... That. Yeah, because okay. Stevie, Stevie been to those those prizes. Stevie, go. Like, can you give go us ahead. some of your... Give me what, insight, what you think it is? Yeah, what most people think it, of it as a sex party. Uh. Mm -hmm. Not for me. Right. I like to have fun. Y'all already know me. <laughs> I ain't there for that. I'm just to have a good time with my people. Right. I don't care what you are, who you are, what you do. I'm going home by myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what you do outside of me, don't have a do with me. <laughs> so would you think that pride is more individualistic or whatever? It's whatever you're going there for. That's what pride is really for me. That's mm -hmm. what it's okay. okay. I can see that for me. Yeah. It's a it's a lot. Gay, being gay is a lot. It is. It is. It really is a lot. For no reason. For no reason. <laughs> so when you go, Stevie, when you go to the prize outside of Houston that's predominantly black, what it when you go away for the weekend, I know you say you like to have fun and stuff, but what would you say is like the the most greatest experience and like what is like the worst experience that you've seen on your own going to the outside of Houston prides and stuff. I love people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I I just go to meet. Right. I met so many nice people mm -hmm. coming to Houston, leaving Houston, mm -hmm. me being there, me being in New Orleans, me being in D.C. I'm a people person. Right. I'm not there for that extra. Right. I want to have a good time. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. Right. That's right. He's, okay. That's good. Yeah. I'm honest about mine. Well, I would say this year, um, with the splash this year mm -hmm. was combined combined with the Black Queer Festival to encompass one big gay, Black Gay Pride, mm -hmm. and I will say, 
for me, granted, this, like I said, this first year I was actually included in something <laughs> black, but it was amazing. It and was. The, the entire week was it empowering. Was. It was uplifting. It felt like a pride week. It, it and was. it was, I was so proud of our black community, black gay community. It was everything. It, it was epic. Was. I'm like, yes, this is the right direction. This was what they needed right. to have done a long time ago. Yeah. And I'm, I can't wait to see how, how it's going to grow even more and even more and keep having headliners like Kiki Wyatt for our big festival day as the concert uh, entertainment. Uh, I think that's the right way to go. So I do feel like it's on the right track as far as the black gay community here in Houston. I think it's on the black on the right track because they made really, really big efforts to reach out to all segments. That's how they got me from over at the white segment and, and other people like that might not get seen normally. They went out of their way to be very inclusive this year. Mm -hmm. And I think that is gonna, what's gonna make them stand this test of time by combining the splash, because they still have the splash, although I think it rained out the beach part. But, and they're gonna be doing that in June, as a matter of fact. They're still gonna do the beach day in June. Oh, okay. Oh. June 25th, I'm one of the ambassadors. Come on, ambassador. Okay. Come on, ambassador. But, um, but they're, so they're gonna still be making that up to the people that didn't get to go to the beach. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, that's a big step because before it was just one day, it was splash and that was it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, and as you, whoever said, it, it was about a sex party, about them going to be naked on the beach. How do you look in your beach? And right. da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about that this year. I mean, I moderated that conference with Chris Hollins and, and one of the candidates running for mayor. They were on a panel that I moderated. I mean, we talked about HIV education. We talked about homelessness. We talked about everything. Uh, business, marketing, turning your passion into your purpose and turning your purpose into your profit. That was a a thing they had. I'm like, come on, okay, they do this. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's something for right. everybody here. Right. And the hotel, um, the hotel was beautiful, and they had um, all of these different forums um, going on at the same time, these different groups. And it was just amazing. It really was. I'm like, this felt good. And this felt right. That's And I've been here for almost 12 years, and that's been always one of the biggest things. Now, I didn't get the information about that mm -hmm. until, like, literally a couple of days before right. and I was like I'm glad to finally see that like yeah. that's the stuff I so when that's I where think they about pride next year yeah. right like but do better promotion because exactly. I didn't know anything about it I didn't see it on social media I didn't mm, hear yeah, about it like yeah. until very last minute and well, so I think our presence has to be not just shown through social media but it needs to be shown in the Montrose area. Like, yes. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, they definitely can do better with the outreach mm -hmm. and getting the word out. Because, like I said, it was a week of events mm -hmm. right. during the day. Yes. And really good events that people could really benefit from. from. That's and then was, there was a party yeah. on the weekend that was great. And it ended in a big, you know, that was great. Yeah. It was like leading up to something. It, it was just that's really, it, yeah, it that, was amazing. That's I was like, wow, they really, this is, because the, the year before there was Splash and then there was the festival, which was just a couple of days at a concert. Right. But putting it together yeah. and then really beefing it up and really having these panels and groups, oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it when really you have was. the intentionality to re to reconnect the community, it will make a difference. But we, like you said, we just have to, and we it shouldn't just wait till Pride, yeah, for it to happen. Like this stuff needs to go on monthly, like mm -hmm. yes, once a I month. The network thing of having a forum or whatever something, like that something continuing. that allows yeah. us to have that outlet we have so many young gays 
that are coming into the scene. And for the ones that I mentor, they, you know, if I didn't mentor them, not to my own horn, they would they would get sucked up into this thing because yeah. one of my babies, he's like 21, and he said, I get tired. Like mm-hmm. he, he told me, he said, I get tired to the point where I just want to, yeah. Tired, like when yeah. you, yeah. when he say yeah. tired, you know what that means yes, exactly. in this Absolutely. community. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, baby, you only 21. You have a full life ahead mm-hmm. of you of understanding. But what I understand that how you survive those tough times is community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And community yeah. really has to show community. Like when I formed my gay family, I set boundaries. We don't have sex mm-hmm. in here. If that's your uncle, that's your uncle. Mm-hmm. If that's your brother, that's your brother. Mm-hmm. We don't do all of that cross-contamination <laughs> uh, stuff. like Because there has to be a place where you feel safe. Right. Yes. Where you feel like, yes. where you Home. know that Home. you don't yes. have to perform yes. in yes. order to have a quote-unquote connection. Like our connection should be... This this should be our connection. It's exactly. pure. It's organic. Right. It's community. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a oh if I'm cool with Stevie oh well you know I'm gonna try to get on that a little bit later. Oh. Like no, like if we're <laughs> friends or we are. His ass. He get over there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, I don't know. Who, who would it? Who would it? Uh, who would it? But <laughs> one of the things that I find <laughs> I that yeah. that's who like hard it? within our community is. Sometimes we don't really know how to make friends unless mm. we're just not attracted to you. Mm. Oh, mm. but the thing about that, that, that is, yes, it. What you say, family? Because we cousins. Mm. I actually mm. want you to to talk about this because yeah. Yeah. you said that you can choose your family. You said that Absolutely. family and just true. because you blood does not make you oh, no. family. And remember, you had said this years ago. And I used to like, well, we're blood, so we have to make it work. No, you, no you, you, she, and she said, no, you don't. <laughs> she said, no, you don't. Absolutely so how not. does that? How do, how is that like for you? So what I've learned in my very short time of being here of 31 years, <laughs> what I've learned is <laughs> um, family is about relationship. Yeah. It's not about the blood that I may share with you or may not because, you know, we, we have those secrets in those families. But no, so it's, it's about relationships that you build because because then you get the the feeling of community then you get the feeling of comfortability because just because i may share blood with you doesn't mean you make me feel comfortable yeah just because i share blood with you doesn't mean i can tell you what i'm going through because that same person that you feel comfortable or that you that you share blood with may not make you feel comfortable you can't share everything because now lord now granny gonna know i'm gay she gonna know i got the gay you know Okay, so it's it's really about got that sweet blood. She put the gay on you, Lord. She got the gay spirit about you. Like what Monique was talking about. Yeah, that secret love. Secret love. I don't know what sister. I seen it, and then she what she spoke to was very true. So this is what makes this statement true. So you know we. The shortened version is blood is thicker than water. Water, right. But the with original. Those, I was no, 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 no. With. no, but <laughs> that's the, the original the, quote. No, the original quote is blood of the co- no blood of the covenant yes. is thicker than water of the womb. Yes. So oh, water of the womb with. is actually family. Those you may covenant, covenant with are outside of the family yes. that you found family in. Yes. So just because the blood, it's not about the blood that's shared. It's the blood that's agreed. Mm. 
Yes. Well, it's oh, not like, yes. at the oh, end of the day, really. at the end of the day, it's not your tribe, it's your vibe. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Right. <laughs> Are we on the same frequency? Exactly. Are we? Do we share the same and ideology? And it's okay if you're not. And it's, yeah. Go over there. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. It's invite only. I, yes. And I don't know everybody's religious stance, but my pathway is still spiritual through Christ, not the church. But he even said that uh, a prophet gains no honor in his own home. Mm. Like, mm. there is no, like, yeah, we came from the same lineage, but mm. you're that. I get more strife from those that say that they my family mm. than those that say that they want to be my friends. Serious. And then those that want to be my friends become mm -hmm. my family, and then That's those right. that are in my family become my associates. Mm. Okay, I'm going to, you know. Oh. Okay. Well, Stevie, how do you feel about oh, that? Ahead, how do you feel about that, Stevie? I grew up with Joe Witness. Oh. oh. Yeah, my family. The people that knock on doors. Yes. <laughs> The donut. Yes. The donut. The donut. Do 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 I, I said that. I'm sorry. With all due respect, we know them as the donut. That was a setup. That was a setup. She said, it's all serious, with all due respect. The donut. Granny used to say, oh, here they come. Here they come. No, okay. <laughs> I, I say here come the They pamphlet. still come by my house all the time. Lord. <laughs> I said, baby, just give it to me. I'm going to relate. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, go, go, go. I have dark humor. My apologies. No, no offense. No offense. You're my face right now. Right, 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 right. My next door neighbors was a Jehovah's Witness. She protected us from the Mike. Yes. Don't worry about it. We all just always just got along mm. and always just family. We, my family, like, we had some drama, mm -hmm. but nobody never knew. Right. We have always been like that. So as far as you were talking about uh, family and mm -hmm. all this, I ain't had to tell my mama nothing. Mm -hmm. She already knew. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, not like that. <laughs> Well, I would say this. I was 33, and my mama didn't, and she her response was, "Well, I'll stop praying to God for your wife. I'll just be saved. That's all. Oh, because can we get personal? Can we get personal? Come on, come on. Let's get personal. Jehovah's Witness. I think that was personal. That was personal. So because we all like let's keep it let's keep it let's keep it real. We all are black, so we all grew <gasps> up that, <laughs> we all grew up like, if you're gonna be gay, if you're gonna be trans, whatever, mm -hmm. you gonna die, get AIDS, and go to hell. Not mm -hmm. you know, I did not grow up there. No, but no, not in the church, but society. No, but in church, in church. Well, we didn't discuss it in church, so no. No, at church, no, at church, in religion, you was Pentecostal, they was cool with it? No, I was, no, I came out at 33. So, right, I'm about to say Pentecostal definitely. No, that's, why, that's where like you hear it the most, you know, yes. yeah, about sexuality. I grew up Baptist, so I, it was like, no, bitch, you go to hell. Well, I grew up missionary Baptist, but sexuality, it wasn't brought up like that. It was just brought up that it was nasty. It wasn't brought up that you were going to go to hell. It was just brought because you got to think about the minister of music was gay. This thing that so, so the pastor still kind of <laughs> had to give that little no, fine line to say, no, we know brother so and so is gay, but we're gonna talk <laughs> around it. We're gonna you know Darling. speak around it like a man sleeping with another man. 
that is a disgusting thing. But they never said you was going to hell in, in my church. Okay. But I heard it in when I, like, I'm a hybrid. So I had exposures to all different type of ministries. Um, just from college life or whatever like that. And so, yeah, you heard it from those deep-rooted, dogmatic Pentecostals that, you know, if you're gay, you're going to hell. Like, I know apostolic people by the conversations I have because they all use the same scriptures to say why God doesn't to love justify, them. justify, yeah. To, yeah, and yes. they tell themselves because that's what they heard. Yeah. You know, Maybe there's so. a generational difference. I think it is. I think it is. I grew up non-denominational. So and, I. That's, and I and I grew up with going to church, going to a mega church, going mm-hmm. to the teen summits no. every summer. Okay, and it was like, listen, homosexual sex. Why were they talking about so much? It's going to send you to hell. Listen, we're yes. going to come to the front and we're going right. to bless you and get the gay up off. Yes, oh, yes, yes. I said, I'm going to hell. The church, you? Okay, listen, the church I went I'm, to. I'm 31 now. No, how are you? I, I started going to the teen summits at 13 years old and the I was told ch- that The church being I grew up. With you. I it's a generational thing, that though. That's same, what That her, same year, I got dropped my, back into the closet. Her, her, her generation and his generation yeah. are clearly two different generations. No, no, that's, that's what I'm not saying. Not by that much. Not by that much. Baby, I'm only 40. You know, the reality of it is. I'm not saying it I'm only 40. But the thing about it is. The thing about 83, March 24th, I look good and still don't look 40. The reality of it is. Is that I was at this point in my life when I was young and I would, I had a worship life. I knew what it was to hear the voice of the Lord. Okay. So I would hear the Spirit say, "I need somebody I can trust mm. to mm. handle that and not leave me. Mm. So I can't take it away from you mm. because your purpose is greater than what you understand. Because mm. there are people that have left me that told that have been told that I don't love them." But I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. That's right. Huh? That's right. Well, I know. Wait, we can't so, bring it to church. I can't, <laughs> no, I'm not going to bring it to church. Don't bring it to church. I'm not bringing it to church, but I'm bringing it to us. I'm bringing it. No, no, no. Because I'm a seminarian. I got my master's in divinity. I went to a real seminary, not a church in the basement type of stuff like that. I'm educated. Yeah, you're educated on that. the reality of it is... No matter how God revealed himself to any religion, it's That's still right. God. That's right. Okay. And That's so right. what I have a problem with is when humanity acts like that there are spiritual authorities mm. on a God that they can't even comprehend themselves. That's so when you yes. humanize who God is and then you try to control how other people move, I have a problem with you. Because how are you a spiritual authority and you needed the same blood, the same peace, the same <laughs> art, whatever it was to go- cause your redemption, mm. you need that just like anybody else so you can't tell me how to live because my pathway is my pathway your pathway is your pathway and what we need to learn to do is respect each other pathways instead of telling each other how we're supposed to look how am i gonna tell you how to look your but that's what i was gonna say well my church can i grew up in my church from the 70s and 80s okay and my church was not like that and but i come from a time and a, a generation and a place where we just didn't talk about stuff like that. Right. And it if somebody, if, if somebody, I was what, about to say, was it taboo? I don't know if it was taboo or not. It just wasn't brought up. Mm-hmm. And you know, you would see so and so walking swishy, like nobody said nothing, but everybody knew something, right. but nobody said anything. <laughs> they said <laughs> <laughs> no, they, 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 this is what they used to say. <laughs> 
They're not in my church. They cannot do that. But, but I will say this because I love the church, and that's literally. Now, there's a church in Houston I have gone to periodically, but I still, the, the home church that I grew up with is still my favorite church in the world mm -hmm. because it gave me the foundation for the human being that I am. Right. And they, learned, they taught me to be a good person. They taught mm -hmm. me to care about other people. Exactly. It was that kind of church. Exactly. And it was that kind of church that after I transitioned mm -hmm. and I went back to that small town in Wilsonville, Georgia, mm -hmm. I was still able to go to that church this as, you as are, me and still get my you. hugs. And exactly. So I don't want to have church be... Not all churches are denigrating it like that. And, you know, some Not churches all. are... Yeah, that's if, what I want. I and I wouldn't be able to say that. Because that, was, cause that those, wasn't my experience. I think those are And I went to summer camp and all the things. There are. Because oh, those, are. those, to me, sound like a fairy tale. I've been to a lot And it was churches. a small church. Yeah. And that's why they met with that. I've been to church. It was a small church. It was not a mega. No, no, no. It was a small I, church. It wasn't a mega church. I, you can't get me to go right. to a mega church. If the preacher mm -hmm. can't come to my house mm -hmm. and have a, have a fellowship with mm -hmm. me, we we can't be doing anything with the Lord. Right, but no, I don't no, trust that's what you say. Well, no, I'm not, yeah. I don't trust that. No, Chris, well, you no. need to say this because I'm, I'm with you on this one. Yeah. I feel are, like now. Go, go ahead, because well, I feel no. like how she feels. Yeah, no, well, that was all experience, though. Those are far and few between because I've been to a lot of churches. Mm -hmm. I've been to churches where there's only seven members, and I've mm -hmm. been to churches where there's 10,000, 20,000 mm -hmm. people. And every one that I've been to growing up as a queer person, it was always the the agenda. Did of you know you were growing up as a queer person? I'm raising my hand. Yes, I've been. See, I that. never I, knew that. I've been knowing that since I was five years old. I, but here's the when thing. I was five years old, I wanted burlesque women for my birthday. But language I knew is, it right then. But it was a different language, though, is what I'm saying. But what she's saying <laughs> no, is I know, that I got what she's saying. different. But no, but let her finish what she's saying. She because what she's saying, she what she's saying, but I'm just saying I didn't have that language. I didn't know that. Oh, he said right. he didn't have I, either. I didn't right. know queer so trans and all that. Say what she I knew say, that, I, agree with what I, knew that I loved women when right. I was five years old. So does my daughter. My daughter is a queer person as well. Okay. So, I, you know, I, I usher a safe space for them. But going right. back to the church, being in a lot of churches, it's always that agenda of, if you're gay, you're going to hell and you need mm -hmm. to be saved. Right. And that and it's not just the mega church that I grew up in. The, mm -hmm. So again, those type of environments sound very like fairy tales. Fairy tale. Mm -hmm. But I won't say it's a I fairy tale. With that. I don't believe that it's a fairy tale because I do believe they believe that I if they had known I was going to hell too. But the well, thing about no, it, I, I, I think, think, I think I, what you're negating what she's saying is that. No, I'm not negating it. I got it. But but what she's saying, I have the same thing because mm -hmm. I grew up in churches. I mm -hmm. used to mind for churches. That's the but it's it's I used to be a part of all that. I they had a whole deliverance service uh -huh. at yeah. church for me. And I didn't even know. And, 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 and I didn't even know. Hold on, one sec, one second. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a deliverance service for me. And that oh. was all praying over me and praying the gay Adam. Are you for real? Especially in the South. I was from the South. I grew up and I was in the South because I'm not going to get sued. I'm not going to get the Bible, so I would not call out the church, but the Missionary Baptist Church that I grew up with. Yeah. Did but all you gotta, that. but see, you, you, so I don't remember you also, like that. But you also have to say what think about this. Let's think about it's this. It's a generational thing, it's though. Generational. It's not generational. It is. It's, no, listen, listen, it's not generational. It is people cultural. It just yeah. depends on the area that you're in. I think like, so. if you're, oh, you're more like Georgia is more still like Upper East. In the sense, yeah, it is. It's still when, a part of the Bible Belt. Let's not. <laughs> right. but, but you got to think about it. You got to think about it. 
Like I'm in the mid. I grew up in the Midwest. So was it like, oh, you're going to hell? This day we haven't delivered. Well, you are no. going to hell. No, no, no. You're not. You're not. <laughs> it's in the Bible. It's a sin. Maybe. You're going to hell. Okay. According well, to the Bible. Yeah. According to. Get on me. Okay. Right, come no, on, no, 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 no. According to. According so, to the Bible, you're okay. going to hell. Okay. So now you're going to talk to the theologian. I'm. You're gonna no no you're gonna talk to the theologian. I have I have a degree. In okay. I did my work. Good for you. So, no, but I did my work so that people can understand. If a word homosexuality is only a hundred years old according to the Bible that we read now. If we actually do the origin of the Bible, of before it was the 66 and it was the 27 and then it was the 15 and then it was the 13 and the Nicene Creed and all of that, homosexuality was never brought up thousands of years ago. What was brought up was pedophilia. Yes. And so yes. when you talk about yes. and so when you talk about what happens when the church is now trying to develop leadership and they're trying to develop authoritativeness within uh-huh. the on the earth because they were trying to build their own kingdom, which was the part of the dark ages. Yes. Then you understand that homosexuality, even my former father in the ministry understood this after he did his study and tried to convince the church that he leads homosexuality is not the same pedophilia is because the word had been translated exactly exactly so the bible that we have now and the bible that was in are two different ones yes i mean because sexuality sexuality which is why i always say that about the bible right but going by that like but but man has corrupted the bible let's be all clear and as long as any church in this country they're usually using that same Bible. So if they're using that Bible, that, go. don't go by that. Stevie, do you agree with that, Stevie? Because you're going to versions of the Bible. It's a translation. Stevie, do you agree with that? Let's hear from Stevie. I have my own version. Go okay, ahead, baby. Of the Bible? Of the Bible? Because. 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 <laughs> and they got their own version of the Bible like, too. So and that's why. I, <laughs> they the, oh, I, what, <laughs> I the Hova, Hova, Hova. I got the Hova. John, John. No, no, no. Go, go, go. Please do it, Stevie. I study world religions, If you go into church, they believe you're going to hell. That's all I'm saying. And they Stevie, can. what you is your version? I don't no, agree no, with that. I want you to know and understand. Okay. I agree with you. Okay. I'm saying that's what they're preaching, and that's why yeah. why they're preaching it. That's why I can't do organized religion. That's why I can't do the Bible like right. that, and I can't do that because that is not what God has said. That's what they that's wanted right. you, to you to believe. believe. Yes. God has said just like they that's, wanted. So we were saying the same thing. Exactly. That we were slaves, and they wanted. Why the hell would that even be in the Bible? That yeah, because it was <laughs> it had an agenda. Oh, slavery is fine. It is for Euro male dominance. It was. That's what it was. It was Euro male dominance. The thing about it is, is that with all Bible this, can I say something? Yes, it was. No, yes, it was. 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 Y
You think of anyway. Sheep. No, 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 no. They say a bitch is a dog, child. Okay. No, no. Okay, go ahead, Stevie. Go ahead, Stevie. I know y'all. We got other topics to die. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Jesus. I know the Lord. You don't have to tell me about him. Exactly. How personal. It's That's right. Personal. Exactly. I didn't go to the yes. kingdom hall every fucking every week. Clearly. But no, it's just that I grew up, my mom taught me about everything in the world. Yeah. I believe, but I don't have to go to church to believe. That's yeah. Right. That's right. Hello. Because I have a friend that go every week. He go to all the churches uh-huh. and he pray for me. And I know he knows who he is. In my heart, I have a great heart. You yes. 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 That's yes. The People don't yes. think I do, but I do. No. You don't do. think you do. I don't know somebody. <laughs> but no, y'all. Be, be for real though. Yes. I have I have him in my heart. It doesn't mean I have to be in that church house every week. That's right. right. You have I lay down, I pray, and I say, hey, take care of my people. Because as soon as I win that lottery, all y'all going to be good. Oh. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to pray yeah, with you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, I get, when, I get, when I get my money, right, I right, got you. I right. got you. Okay. But it, it's just the fact that I don't have to be in a church to, to know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. that's membership. We talking about fellowship and relationship. Mm. Relationship. And that's, that's two different things. And to me, that's been the whole purpose of church is fellowship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the fellowship of a good church. Mm-hmm. That feels so good to hear mm-hmm. the singing and the praise. Right. That feels good. Yeah, but when he comes up to speak, time to go. Right. Yeah. And so I, that, I that, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm my sorry. apologies. Oh, no, go ahead. Say I'll what say you're that <laughs> circles back to that relationship and fellowship yes. with the family that you create because you yes. do that in the churches exactly. as well, right? Exactly. That's something that you look for when you're wanting to go to church is to be around like-minded individuals where you can... Key. Well, I went because I like the boy. Fellowship. I used to go to church three times on Sunday type Ooh, of stuff. I don't go... They like, like, you, like, you, you have done the whole. You have done the whole uh-huh. 360 since I first met. Uh huh. Well, he already. You already said. You already said 180. You already 360. No, it's been. That means all the way back around. Okay, so let me correct it. So in the one, let me say like this. It was a because when I made my 180 and I figured out I wanted to do it my way, okay. I continued on. And now mm. I'm making it a full circle. Exactly. So I Love took that. some of my okay. foundation. Okay. I took some of my foundation that had point. me grounded. Okay. And then I kept it moving. I didn't stay stuck right there and say, this reason why I don't go to church or this reason why I don't deal with these type of people like that. No, I'm now in control of my moves. Mm. So from here on out, the next part of this circle is me in control because the first part was them in control. Period. And so okay. now Period. the next phase of my life, you're talking to a therapeutic coach. Okay. So, um, oh, like so that. yeah. <laughs> well, until I get that 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 license for right. my, my LPC, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So, so now when you find that place in your life, which all of us have, mm. all of us have found that place. Mm. In the beginning, we tried it. We probably tried it everybody else way because that's called good boy, good girl syndrome. Mm-hmm. That development stage where I you're trying, mm-hmm. when you're trying to <laughs> trying to accommodate no. the livelihood of you know everybody else's input, meet mm-hmm. mom's goals, dad goals, your community, <laughs> this, that, and the other. But then there was a part of you, right? Mm-hmm. There was a part of you that said that's too much for me to carry. 
hmm. and me to carry myself. So I got to put something down. Either I'm going to put myself down hmm. and lift y'all up, or I'm going to put y'all down and lift me up. And so then up. when you say, hmm. I'm going to put you down and I'm going to lift me up, hmm. y'all living your truth. You heard exactly. me? Mm. And so then when you live in your truth, that next 180 is nothing but, but about what you, you want you. to do for uh, your season. life and you live in your truth. And those that don't want to be around you, you can say goodbye easily. Mm. Because one thing I had to learn is that I can't stand with anybody else until I learn to stand for myself. Hello, you know. yeah. Well, right now in my life, I can tell you right now, Sheldon, I'm living in a 180 degree life because, honey, you can't get me in a church. You can't get me and you in don't a have to. You don't have to. You can't get me to walk into a space. The last really? church I was no. in was a, was a Kojic church. Oh, not Kojics. All right, we're going to leave. Let's okay, leave so religion alone. Actually, Let's because religion we, have to, we have topics that we need to talk I about. I told you this conversation yes. was going to take a life of its own. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do that downstairs. Yeah. 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 You can't do another so, hour. What you want to talk Can we pause for a bathroom break? We gotta do the full hour. Bro. I love it. I, I, I love it. But we definitely baby. have to um, indulge into some um, topics okay. and stuff. So I do have to. And that was good. <laughs> so I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all something, and I want to hear from each of all, uh, each and every one of you all. And I'm gonna give my opinion too. But this is something serious. These okay. are topics that are happening currently and statistics are rising. Yeah. So I'm going to go with this one first. The black trans, transgender black women are dying more rapidly than the white trans or mm -hmm. the white women, period. Mm -hmm. I don't have the statistical number for that. I try to research it. I don't have that. Why do each person in their own individual right feel that that is happening? Crystal? You don't want yes. to start at the end? I'm starting with you. Why do I feel like that's happening? Yes. I feel like a, a black trans woman is, it's, it's, a, it's a mystery there, right? It's something that you can't find anywhere else in another being, right? And I feel like there's so much shame <laughs> put around that community that if that straight person that's with the tra the black trans woman is close to being found out or in a situation where they're feeling like they feel like they're going to be found out because there's the shame that targets that that trans that black trans woman to be you know unalived and they feel like you know well that person doesn't matter and. It's, it's, it's unfair because we all are here for different purposes in life and we all want love, we're all looking for the things, but it's, to me, that's what it looks like. It's this very, this very magical experience with this dynamic person, th this dichotomy, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't wanna be found out either. It's a very selfish um, thing that happens in that community, I think. Okay, shall do. If I come from your approach, because I'm not, I, oh God. Just okay, saying. so in me, in me discovering the importance of my journey, it had to make me respect other people's journeys. Mm -hmm. So there's been a lot of guys that I've talked to in the past that are now transgender women. Mm -hmm. oh. But because of me understanding 
what it takes to finally live in your truth. When any guy that I mess with in the past becomes a woman, they just become my mama. I'm like, oh, look at my. Well, that's what I tell. Them. No, 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 type of person yeah. so if <laughs> when when i embrace them because they're tra- like it's now a, a new one that's transitioning and i was like oh you transitioning and she was like yeah i've been doing it. i said well all right baby girl i got you like mm-hmm. it's not a because i can't who am i to judge somebody else's journey Mm-hmm. To find out what their truth is. So clarity, you don't find them as a mother figure. It's just like no, right, no, okay. oh no. I mean, I just use <laughs> those right, terms. That's how it came off. Yeah, yeah, like that's how it came off. I also <laughs> have <laughs> like I also have like like Latin mommy issues. <laughs> like <laughs> no, like that. Like I have Latin roots, so like that's just yeah. expressive, okay, like mommy, okay, okay. poppy, yes. things like that. So Beautiful. no, I'm not talking about no. Huh? I know you're born You see my grandma. Rickon. Rickon. But no, so I'm not, I don't know why their lives don't matter to people that so easily killed them. Okay. I get, hold on. I get where you were coming from of it outs the guy that's still closeted. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to come, I guess, to something that looked close to a female as possible. Because I have a, a nephew, and I love the hell out of him. And he's now, he's transitioned. He looks like a pretty little girl. Aww. And I said, and I asked him, I said, how do you want to be identified? Like, do you want to be identified as people? Because he got the big, the, those pretty lashes. He looked like a girl. All of that. And I and I respect his reality. That's his reality. And so I don't want to be like, oh, the reason why they kill him off is because they don't matter. No, I think it's so just a lot reason? of insecure people so you're, that don't. Insecure. They're just insecure, okay. and they just feel like, oh, you're going to out me or you're going to this because in our community, we are known for outing streets, so-called yeah. streets. But trans, we talk transgender. Mm-hmm. Transgender, specifically transgender. I mean, they're, they're still in, in our your, community. Right, uh, okay, I'm looking at the time because ooh, we gonna get into that too. But I'm looking at the time. What? I just want you. I just want. I was you, looking at the, no, I was looking at the time. But oh, I want oh, you okay. to wrap. So you, you, so, okay. What? <laughs> Nothing. I'm looking so, at the time. I don't know because I'm trying to understand what you're mean. I'm like I, I don't under like me myself personally. I don't understand. Just your opinion of why they? Why are they? Dying. dying more than the white culture of trans women. Well, first off, you got to talk about the black trauma but, that we carry. But we, you, you, if you can't talk about the um, annihilation of them without talking about the trauma within the black community about social acceptance within our community. So, if first off, no offense, trans black trans are already considered freaks within our community. Black gays are are abominations. So if gays are abominations within the black community, then they're a freak. They're not a freak. They just found out who they were and they're living in their truth. So then when you start, when you divulge into that, then you understand, well, why is it they're dying off? Well, they're still considered freaks instead of individuals. And it's okay to kill a freak because a freak is an anomaly. 
it doesn't it's not really supposed to exist because it's not fully socially accepted. And so now you're talking about a genocide within our community. And so it's a trickling effect because it all derives from trauma. Right. Okay. I so don't think me, that it's yeah uh, yeah I, I don't oh, think I, I'm, I'm yeah because you yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah you I, know I you am, I'm a I'm a push it so no no yeah, no, 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 no you can you can oh say I know it. I am I'm, 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 I'm just saying um, I don't I think I don't necessarily think we're dehumanized I think it's a simple fact of in the black community trans is still seen as gay no they're not. I'm just telling you my perspective. That's I'm what you told me. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what we I'm, and I'm telling you what I've heard. We have different perspectives. We, different right. perspectives. Everybody's perspective. Yes. Everybody's I have not questioned yours. You can't question mine. No, I wasn't questioning, but you I'm did. just saying. I'm not, everybody's It wasn't me questioning. It was me just saying, from what I've heard over, no, they did no, human. No. Dehumanize you all, and this you is a segment. This that, is there, a segment. there is a portion that does, but not overall overarching. This is I don't a segment that. that everybody. But what I I get that. But what I'm saying is, I think. Black trans women are being killed more than white trans women for the simple fact of, in the and it does go back to what you said in the white community. Uh, this is my girlfriend Sally. Hi Sally, how are you doing? Would you like something to eat? That's at the White House. Mm-hmm. At the Black House, he didn't even bring her over there because they gonna know what's going on right. and and uh, don't bring them things over to my house. So they're not doing that. So white trans women are able to actually fully transition and live fully functioning lives as opposed to black trans women who are not allowed to fully transition and live fully functioning lives. Mm-hmm. So their lives are already stunted because a, do, a lot of black trans women do end up in doing sex work because they're not able to fully functionally transition because of resources, because of uh, pay inequities and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they're not able to get jobs. And so mm-hmm. they're doing what they can do to survive. So you don't think that's dehumanizing? I don't. I don't. You're saying something's wrong with sex work. I'm not saying I there did is. not. Baby, I, I would be. Well, a why sex would that be dehumanized just because they're doing sex because work? Because you're saying that they're not given the same opportunities. They're being killed off but that's, with no accountability. Yes. And black people. No, I haven't said that part. I didn't get to that part. You interrupted okay, me. Okay. I'm sorry. But what I'm I was trying. Tra- I know, darling. <laughs> what I was saying was, I'm I have dated, I, I have dated, uh, actually, I've never dated a black man in my life. Still? Still. Since your podcast. Completely you open to it, though, like I said, even okay. then. But <laughs> black men tend to want to fuck me, white men tend to want to marry me. It's yeah. so <laughs> Right, okay. So, right. And, and, I'm not okay. The, and I'm not the just <laughs> fucking kind of girl. I know that. I have right. too much self-respect for that. Okay. And to be clear, I've never done sex work. Uh, but my point is, and I, but when I first moved here, I didn't understand the girls that did. I'm like, ooh, hookers. But <laughs> as, as I got to know them, I got understood where they were coming from. You love the hookers. I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> I want better for the hookers. But if they I want good, better for the hookers. If they good with hooking, I'm good with them hooking. But my point is, in in the white guys I've dated, I've gone to the family reunions, I've gone to the cookouts, I've, the mamas come over there, and she's telling the aunties about me, they're proud of me, and what all the other what you wear? Nothing. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna tell you, I don't wear makeup during the day. <laughs> I'm not that girl that gussies up 24-7, would have the pretty lashes and all the things. No, because I don't think that trans is an aesthetic. Trans is something inside, it is something right. spiritual. It is not an aesthetic. There's no trans look. Right. Uh, right. So, so no, I don't wear none of that. I, I'll be at the house with not even a wig on, and I'm still, I was still her daughter-in-law, because right. she knew who I was, right? who I was. Right. And I think, 
in other cultures, they're more open to you getting to tell us who you are. Right. And in the black community, going back, and thank God it came up this way because it ties back to the church and it, that filters down in how we are treated within the households because of what the church is up there in the pulpit saying. Mm -hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with why black trans women are being murdered mm -hmm. because we're mostly murdered by black black men. Mm -hmm. Right. Black men are murdering, murdering black trans women. Right. And it's, um, it's not the dehumanization, it's just uh, we're... Uh, we're just um, expendable, yeah, right? Disposable. But like, even but it's not because they don't love us. It's not because they don't see us as human. They do. I, I, I will never say that a man has killed a woman that he didn't love. I think there's passion. There's passion in murder. There's passion in it's like, those are crimes of passion. Crimes there, of passion. There's yeah. there's 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 love. And then, and there is love in that room when that person dies. I promise you, there's and that but person now goes back to the black trauma that he's yeah. gonna take from killing that bitch because yeah. he ain't, he gonna get away with it and he gonna kill somebody else because he's still carrying that trauma from doing that. But that trauma from the past, that trauma, which he's gonna take to some other trauma, but and it becomes a cycle. But is that actually is love for? the trans woman or is that love for themselves because they don't want to be outed? It's shame. Was oh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's it's shame. So Why it's not it shame? love. Shame, shame is around the corner. But shame him. is around the corner. On him, exactly. My point. But shame is around the corner from love. But if you can, if you can take somebody else's life just so that you can still exist, this? you mm -hmm. have dehumanized that person. I don't think so. How can... Can I, I just don't the definition of dehumanizing? You can't because if you want to. I because just because I don't agree. Okay, I know the definition. I just don't agree. But because that's also a part of genocide. That's also a part of because how you, do you... How can you do anything to anybody if you don't dehumanize them in some way? It's not about the dehumanization on that level. It's not dehumanizing. You see them as a human. You see their humanity. You saw their humanity under, oh, because now you're dealing with a part of a sociopath that says, I only use you for my benefit. And uh, hello, no welcome longer, to being a human. And, and right. when, <laughs> well, right. welcome to being a human. That is true. That is true. That's true. But I don't want to use somebody for my benefit. You sure this is the finale? <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking at the time. There might be a part two. I have part two of the finale. Right. And so, to dehumanize is depriving a person or a group of positive human qualities. When I take your life away from you, I have just dehumanized you. When I when have you though? I took your life. That doesn't mean I dehumanized you. That means yes, I killed you. Yes, it does. Head. You're are you living? Die, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a bitch I was killing. I didn't dehumanize her. That's the her. definition. If I if I feel like I'm in a position where I can take your life. Darling, I feel like we're splitting hairs. I know what you're saying. I'm being arbitrary. I do disagree. Yeah, we can I agree to disagree, that. but the reality <laughs> of it is if, if I'm in a position where I only <laughs> utilize you for my benefit, and then when I'm Welcome done... Welcome to a woman. And when I'm done... And you are absolutely right. <laughs> like, when, when so what I'm are we done, saying? And which is, <laughs> and which yes, is one reason why... I paid attention to the time, too. I'm like... And which is one reason why you I cannot bring five, four opinionated people and have one topic. No, three. Three topics. It's a lot of topics. You, you, know, this same you can only have one topic with this many pe opinionated people. Three. Right. But, but you he did that on purpose. Because he left it open, didn't he? But, yeah. but, that, but also, that was also the reason why I chose not to be a DL dude. Because I did not want to use a woman to be my beard. 
while the reality of it is that I'm attracted to men. And I was I was close to it. I was engaged to a woman, this, that, and the other. And I said, I can't take her through that. So do you still like women as no, well? No, because I love men. I love yeah, think about black well, men. you know, I, okay. So, <laughs> what? I say, what was that? I, I just feel like that? men like that, if you're attracted to a woman, then you're attracted to a woman now. You, your attraction doesn't go away. Uh-uh. Yes, yes, no, ma'am. If you uh-uh. if you live uh-uh. within your tree, uh-uh. you were never attracted uh-uh. to begin Can with. Can y'all hear my story? Go ahead. Go tell your story. You trans and I didn't know. I, mean, I thought this was a I trans to topic. Uh-oh. Did you? I didn't know what I wanted to be. Right. Okay. Oh, well, <laughs> you got five years old. Five. Okay. Watching okay. all the white women on TV. I was puffing my hair. You know, I could wear my mama's shoes when she left. Okay. Mm. I wanted to be somebody, but I didn't know what I wanted to be. Right. Mm. I still had them feelings. Oh. For everybody. Yeah. I was engaged to, to a woman. woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell my story. Tell we, we about story. to go off the top, y'all. It's okay. No, no I know, I know, but let me I'll be in charge tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I ain't going to say nothing else. Go ahead. No, I didn't. I didn't no, know I'm listening. We're going to wrap it up. Really? Your story. I didn't know what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I was sitting on the porch one day, me and my mom, just talking stuff. So this gay guy, neighborhood gay, you, we got him out, walking through. <laughs> hey, miss, mm-mm. My mama name, she passed. She said, when he said it, she said, she's never been mean to nobody. She said, hey, baby, how you doing? She never looked at me. She said, if you're going to be in the thing, don't be like that. Oh. oh, yeah. But it wasn't mean, derogatory, because she knew what I stand for or right. stood for. Right. So was he like overly effeminate or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was too, as a little child. I was going to say. Did <laughs> you know? I was, was going to say without saying, like, well, but was wrong. She, she, <laughs> was wrong. No, nothing mean. She mm-hmm. just said what she said. And I yeah. took that as that. Yeah. I've been out in this community for a long time, y'all. Not longer than you. But oh. I ain't reading you. There go the, there go the, no, I'm not there reading the, the, it was. I'm not reading Well, it's time. <laughs> I didn't drink too much. So, yeah, we, have had, we have had a good time. <laughs> it was just a good time. I love y'all. I love your ass. So, we did tackle some conversations and... You know, we are. This has to circle back. Clearly, this Maybe is this episode should. one of season two. Yeah. Uh, season two. <laughs> season two. On the same <laughs> we are going to come back to this conversation. Obviously, we're we, we going to end it on a good note. We're going to end that on a good note. Please like, subscribe, and follow everyone that is on this panel. It has been amazing. We have got. We have had fun. We have yes. ate cookies and stuff. <laughs> and so, yes. What so cookies? please follow everyone. Thank you to all my guests. This is the finale. Of, this is the finale of the last episode. Please like, subscribe. Thank you all. Thank you, Spirit Productions, for everything. And that is the end of it. Thank you for a good season. This is episode five. Thank you and have a good night. Bye.